Hey guys, this is Lisa, and welcome to the first podcast of the Purple-Haired Mom. Now, why do they make a podcast, you might be asking? Well, there's a couple reasons. Um, Sometimes you just have a lot to say, and you just want to say it. I'm really big on Facebook with making live videos. I've gotten into Instagram doing live videos, not as much, but I there's a lot of things that I have to say about certain things that are out there and this is just like a really good platform to to kind of do it on and it's kind of like it's my world and I can say what I want you know obviously within reason but there's also a lot of things that I think that I can contribute to um, people that are out there that maybe just like me I I'm a single mom I am a business owner I have been in network marketing I do events um, I have a lot on my plate, but I have a lot to offer. So I'm hoping that just a, you know, a few moments of your time to listen, maybe I can end up helping somebody out there. So what is this first episode going to be about? Well, actually this first episode is going to be about really just what I did today, because what I did today was actually a big deal for me. Um, I have been somebody who struggles with their weight for years. Since high school, when I was younger, I was a little twig. I was a little twig. I was one of those kids that had the knobby knees and had, you know, I, I, I was shaped like a boy with big hair. That was, that was me when I was, uh, when I was a little kid. But as I got older, um, puberty was not kind. So when I hit puberty, all of a sudden I ballooned. Like it was, I felt like it was everywhere. It was kind of like, get it off me. It's everywhere. And I wasn't happy with it. And I, you know, it was an early onset. So I didn't look like any of the girls anymore. So from probably about the age of 12 on, I was very insecure about my body, very insecure. And everybody knows that, you know, kids can be cruel and it true to form, they were. So it was always really hard for me. And it's funny looking back now, I kind of wish I was as big now as I was then, because what I looked like then is completely and totally what is in now. So go figure my whole body is just thrown off in a different time. So I've one of those people that I've never liked working out. I've never, I can't, you know, I, I see people like Khloe Kardashian and Autumn Calabrese, Calabrese, sorry. And like all these Sean T and, you know, all these like really well-known fitness trainers like Jillian Michaels and all that, you know, I've watched the biggest loser and you know, they're like, Oh yeah, I go to, I'm into working out and I get in there and all my endorphins are going and I'm having a good time. And I've just never been able to really get to that point. I would go to the gym and as soon as I would walk in, I would feel like I didn't belong there because I'd look around and it's all these people that are already looking really, really good. And, you know, they're just maintaining what they've already got. And here I am, this roly poly, you know, I'm not in shape. I actually am shapes. So I completely feel like a fish out of water. 
And I'm that person that when I walk into a gym, the first thing that happens is they're like, oh, so we can set you up with one of our personal trainers. Oh my God, no. That is, I feel, when I walk into a gym, I feel like I'm walking onto a used car lot. And everybody who has ever bought a car, you know what that feels like. Like, you just stepped on the lot and the sharks have smelled blood in the water. Funny enough, it's shark week, me making this, but, but that's what it feels like. Like, you've just put a drop of blood into the water and they smell you coming. Well, that's what it is when I walk into a gym, except it's, there's a donut in the water and the personal trainers smell you coming because they already know that you're somebody who probably has no idea what they're doing when it comes to the gym. You're probably somebody who has no motivation when it comes to working out and you're exactly what they're looking for when it comes to a client. Give me just a moment. I'm going to drink my water which I've actually gotten back into doing. I'm horrible about that. I am a horrible water drinker, horrible. And I know there's so many people out there that can relate to that. I am a horrible water drinker. I don't like the taste of it. So I have to infuse my water in order to get my stubborn body to drink it. So far it's working now, so far it's working. But anyway, so like I was saying, you know, you. When you are an overweight person, especially an overweight female, overweight females are prime targets for personal trainers inside gyms because I have, I have shopped gyms before, you know, I'll walk in, kind of see what they have to offer, see if I get that clenching anxiety when I walk in and see how, you know, it goes from there. And so many times... I have walked in and within two minutes, there is somebody either at the front desk or standing in front of me telling me, you look like you would be somebody who would take great precedence in our personal fitness. Wait, what? I, I just walked in. I just walked in. What do you mean? Like, seriously, it's like, what the shit? Like, I just walked in here and already you're already trying to sign me up for things because you've already made this determination from the way that I look that I am somebody who is going to want to sign up for your personal training, want to pay you probably a hundred bucks a session and be doing things that I am not prepared to be doing. And this is what you've gotten from me without even talking to me, without even asking me my name just because I walked in the door. That's usually when I turn around and walk back out. So for years, I have had this struggle where I have just not been able to grasp a workout plan that gives me this, you know, I, I, I can't get this happy feeling that all these other people are getting from going to the gym. Like, I, I started to think there was something wrong with me. Like, I'm like, okay, everybody's going to the gym and everybody's like, especially during the lockdown. Oh my God. I have never seen so many people go through gym withdrawal. And I'm sitting here like, I, I okay, I, I'm sorry that you can't go to the gym. People, when they were allowed to go back to the gym, it was, oh my God, first gym selfie in two months. And I'm sitting here like, I, I can't relate. Because I have not been able to find anything that 
can give me that, that push. It's also really hard because I usually work out alone. If I, if, when I try to work out, I'm always by myself because I am in my, I don't have a group of friends. I can't really say a group of friends, but I have a couple of friends that, you know, I still stay close to and, um, more acquaintances, but, uh, and then I have some really close friends, but I'm the biggest one of all of them. So if I were to invite them to come with me personally, it would not help me if that makes sense to, uh, I don't want it to sound mean, but that's really what it feels like because it wouldn't, it wouldn't help me personally because it's the same thing as walking into the gym and seeing all these fit people and me in my blubbery fat girl ways trying to fit in where I just don't fit in. And that's what it would be like if I were to be like, Hey, you know, girlfriend, let's go to, you want to work out with me? Cause I, we're not on the same level. Like I, I can't do that. It, it screws with my mind. It does. It screws with my mind and everything that I want to do goes out the window because I can't stop focusing on the fact that here's this person next to me who, yeah, wants to work out with me, but they're more where I want to be with my body. And it throws me off because it, it just, it just screws with my head. And have you ever heard of that, um, that saying, I've got 99 problems and 89 of them are made up scenarios in my head. This is one of those times. This is one of those times. This is one of those problems that is made up in my head and I cannot get it out. So I just gave up. I did. I gave up. I resigned, I resigned myself to be the duff. If you guys, any of you guys have ever watched that movie, it was the story of my life in high school. I was that movie before that movie came out. Unfortunately, I didn't have the ending that Mae Whitman had, but that was me. And it was kind of like I resigned myself to that. I had a few bursts here and there over the years. I've had four kids, guys, four kids. So my oldest is 20 and I went through a rough pregnancy with him. I gained a lot of weight. I ballooned out, but I was also really, really sick. I had, um, uh, if some of you guys have probably heard of preeclampsia, if preeclampsia um, progresses, it turns into toxemia, and that's really dangerous. And that's what I had. Every bit of water that my body could hold, it was holding. I did not have ankles anymore. My my hands were looked like somebody had taken an air pump and pumped my finger full of air. I looked like the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. That's how bad my swelling was. So I had gained 130 pounds and a lot of it was water. And, you know, I had an emergency C-section. My second, oh, you know, I ended up losing the weight after the, you know, a, a good amount of weight after the pregnancy. And then I got, I got pregnant three years later with my second son and I didn't gain as much with him. He was actually my easiest pregnancy. But every time I had a child, my oldest is 20 and my youngest is 10. So it's, it's a pretty good spacing between the kids, but after I had my daughter, it was my fourth C-section. So my body's been through a lot and my stomach has been through a lot. And I have had doctors tell me the only way that I'm ever going to get a, a nice stomach again is if I go through plastic surgery. I am not a fan of surgery. 
even when I have to have it, I don't want to have it. So me going and voluntarily saying, hi, I'm here for you to chop on me, have fun, is just not something that I am willing to do. There had to be another way. And everybody was like, yeah, so you got to eat clean, drink a lot of water, eat a lot of protein, cut down on carbs, make sure you're eating a lot of good fats. And all I'm hearing is the peanuts adults from, you know, Charlie Brown's. I don't understand anything they're saying. I don't know what any of this stuff is. So it was like it, it, everything was made to be such a headache and so complicated. It was like, you know what? I'm already raising these kids by myself. I'm doing everything in my life to make sure that their lives are good. Plus I'm working, plus I'm doing this. Like I don't have time to worry about that huge mathematical equation of fitness that you just tried to give me. I don't know. They were talking about macros and all that. I'm like, I have no effing clue what you're talking about. I don't know what any of that is. None of it. I know what none of it is. So it's just been a really, really hard process for me. After I had my daughter, who's my last child, um, I said she's 10. I, my body flipped out. My body had a giant bitch fit. I mean, that's the only way that I can really describe it. My body had a giant shit fit. And it said, I am not going to lose weight. I am going to stay at this ridiculous weight and you are just going to like it. So for like the first five years after I had her, I look back on my pictures and like, I, I can't even believe that that was me. Like, I had no idea that was what I looked like. I didn't have any clue. None. Absolutely none. No clue. And it hit me like a giant freight train. Just smacked me right in the face. It was painful because I didn't realize that's what I looked like. And, you know, it, it was just kind of like, why didn't anybody tell me? So... It took years. I've been up and down with my weight since then, you know, trying to find the right fit for me because I do have a lot of body issues as far as like medical issues. I have really bad back, um, probably because I've had, you know, spinals after four kids, you know, they stick a needle in your back enough times. It starts to, you know, bother the insides a little bit, but I have not been able to find that groove. I have been, like I said, I've been in network marketing and I have done the whole, you know, I've done the, it works and I've done, you know, I've tried this, you know, this particular thing and this particular thing and wraps and this and trying to find something that would help me out. And it wasn't until now, I am now 42 and I'm just now finding something that makes me happy. It's crazy. And it all stems pretty much from this whole stupid lockdown. Because let's face it, we weren't allowed to go anywhere. We were not allowed to go anywhere. It was not happening. And we had to figure out how to do things for, you know, for our households and for ourselves and figure out a whole new way to do things. Well, what I found was a group of ladies who had formed this virtual gym. And I'm like, oh my God, I don't know if I'm going to be able to handle this because I, I figured I was going to turn on a Zoom and there was going to be all these fit chicks 
that were going to be looking at me like, oh, here's the fat one of the group. We're going to have to modify everything for her. And that's not what I found. That wasn't what I found. I found a bunch of ladies who thought like me, who felt like me. They all had that. And not all, you know, there were some girls that were big like me, but there's a lot of girls that were small, but they had the same anxiety. Like when I told them about my gym anxiety, like when I would walk into the gym, it was like, I just wanted to turn around and run. That's the only time I feel like that. I am not an anxious person, but the gym terrifies me. A lot of them were like, no, I get it. That's, I, I felt like that too. And it was like, wait a minute, you, wow. And it was, you know, we don't have any judgment. You know, if you're feeling like you're not motivated, let one of us know and, you know, we'll help you out. And, you know, and it was the first time I found something that I liked that wasn't just here, pop this product and you're going to lose all this weight. No, it was, here's a nutrition plan. Here's a workout program. Here's motivation. Here's a group of people behind you that are doing the same thing that you are, that have the same goal in mind, that are here with you 100%. And guess what? You don't have to feel weird about working out with them. So I've been rambling on for 17 minutes to tell you what exactly. Well, I've been one of those people that have watched workouts and done, you know, watched all these programs and been like, I can't do that. There's no way I can do that. My back won't allow me to do that. My knees won't allow me to do that. There's no way I can do it. I'm never going to lose weight because I can't do what that person is doing in that program. And today I woke up took my son to work, came back home, got all the dogs situated as far as food and all of that, got their walks in, which is usually my only exercise, and turned on my program app on my TV, decided to try to figure out what I was going to try to do. I could do the really easy one where it's just kind of, you know, yoga stretches. Uh, I could do the one that's super, super modified. But that's not what I did. I went to one of the harder programs that is on the app and said, I'm going to try. I'm going to try it. I'm going to see what happens when I do try it. Y'all, I did the whole damn workout, the whole thing. And when it was over, I just kind of looked around and I went, did I just do that? And I'm smiling from ear to ear. I'm smiling. I have a book that tells me what to eat, when, you know, how much I should eat, what portions I should eat. And I understand it. It's in English. It's in basic dummy English that I understand. I have never been able to be excited about making that change in my life. But I can honestly say that I am now. I am, and I, I've never been happier. I've never been happier. I did a full workout. I pushed myself, and I didn't break. So my advice to you, anybody who is in 
the same predicament that I'm in. There's a lot of ladies out there that have had kids. Their bodies don't look the same anymore. They don't want to go to a gym because, let's face it, you, as soon as you walk into a gym, you feel like everybody's staring at you. They can't find anybody to be their motivational person, their accountability person. I'm telling you there's people out there. You just have to look for them. Or, if, hey, if you need a group, let me know. I'll direct you to the group of girls that I'm with. They're great. But there is hope out there. There's something out there for you. All you have to do is stop, take a breath, and not give up on yourself. And as moms, it's really hard for us to put ourselves first. But I've had to learn how to do that because if I don't put myself first, who's going to put me first? I don't have a boyfriend. I don't have a husband. My kids, I mean, yeah, they would try to put me first. I don't think they really know how. But if I don't put me first, if I don't do something for myself, who is going to do it for me? Nobody. I have to do it myself. So that is what I did. And you can do it too. You can. So I'm going to stop rambling on in your ear for this first episode. Uh, I'm really glad I did this. And it's going to be diff. just to give you an idea, it's going to be different every time we do this. I haven't decided exactly how often I'm thinking maybe once a week, but, um, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm going to get it together. I, I might do more. I don't know. It, it just might kind of depend on how my cogs in my brain are working. Cause there's always something going on in my brain and I'm really bad at recording YouTube videos. I have a YouTube channel. I have subscribers. I'm just really bad at putting videos together. And I'm kind of self-conscious on video when it comes to YouTube. So this is really easy for me. And I kind of just feel like I'm having a conversation with all of you. So that really makes me feel good. I don't even know if there's anybody listening. But if you are, hi. So then everything, every time I do an episode, it's going to be different. It's not going to always be talking about working out. It's going to be talking about a little bit of everything. Because there's a lot in my life. Like I said, I'm a mom. I'm a business owner. I do events, I do network marketing. So I have all kinds of things. It, it's, the category I'm under is entrepreneurship because there wasn't really one that I could really put myself into. I didn't fit into one box. So we just kind of took the broadest box that there was. So I really hope you guys enjoyed this first episode and I can't wait to make another one. And um, until next time, we'll talk soon. Purple Haired Mom out.